Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Sharp Tank, no jumper. Sharpest, coolest podcast in the world. And today I got my co-host with me, Brick Baby, in the building. Don't, Don't be, late. be late. Don't be late. And we got one of the realest of the realest, man. One of my favorites, actually, you know. And I got to see on baddies and, you know, watching how she moved. We got Stunner Girl in the building today. How you doing Hi. today, baby? You know what the f- going on <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> how you feeling i'm feeling good what about y'all i'm feeling great i'm happy to actually have you here because i was supposed to do an interview with you a while back some things that came up i said damn i'm probably not gonna get this interview because you was one of the ones i wanted to get in here out of all of the ones that were on the baddie show you right. know so i'm happy to actually have you here now to sit down chop it up Engage with your viewers and ours. You know what I'm saying? And let's have us a decent conversation. For sure. You did? How long y'all, y'all just flew in town? Y'all just got out here? Yep. Or y'all live out here? We got two spots, actually. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> they get like that. They get like that. No, I do. <laughs> I just didn't know if y'all had to fly here. You know if y'all had to come in. And, you know what I'm saying? Y'all just got out here, you know? No, we was already outside. <laughs> who, is this, who is this young man that you brought on? My husband. <laughs> young yeah. Rich Moolah. Yeah, right, Young yeah. Rich Moolah, man. One of my personal player partners. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, man. How everybody doing today? Everybody good, man? We in good spirits? Yep. Great. Only reason I ask about, you know, did y'all just get out here? Because I like to know his experiences. You know what I'm saying? Like, damn, was it a trouble getting out here and running into any hiccups? You know right. what I'm saying? Flight got delayed, whatever, yeah, you drive, know? Yeah, drive. Yeah, drive. tired, you know? People be wanting to know that. Nah, we. I'm just fashionably here. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> both of us. Nay, hey, nothing wrong with it. So, where are you? Where are you originally from? If you tell the viewers where you're from. I'm from Sacramento, okay. Oak Park to be exact. Nine one six. Yeah, Sac Town. <laughs> hey, for I sure. ain't mad at that for real. How was your How was your upbringing, baby? Before music and all this, man. How was it for you? You know, I just come from. I don't know how to put it. You see, my daddy was a drug dealer. My mm-hmm. mama was a drug dealer. Yeah. You know, gang life. Yeah. All that type. Of right. What, what part of Sacramento is Oak Park? Like, is that, because you know how, like, we got South Central, we got the East Side, we got Wise, we got, mm-hmm. like, so. It's like the middle. It's like the middle of Sacramento. Yeah, I know that. And it's yeah. like a small neighborhood. So, like, everybody we got problems with is, like, all on every side. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's live right there. So you growing up out there, you know, like you said, gang life like that, this has always been a part of you. For sure. Say you went to, to YA. Yeah, I went there for, well, I got sentenced for four years, and Damn. I did three. So. Paid you three out the four. First, yep. That was your first <laughs> bid, like ever having to like really no. go to jail? No, I think my first time I went to jail, I was like 12 or 11. Mm -hmm. I don't know. That's <laughs> what <laughs> I say. I think. Well, I was just saying, like, when you went to jail, like, was that like your, like, was that your oh, longest stay? Oh, the first stay? time, um, for sure. But before that, like, I had did like six months and like, mm -hmm. and, yeah, them type of months. It was like out of six and then it went. What you keep bumping your head against the wall for? Like, what was your cases about? My cases were really just because, like, I had a, you know, I was in the streets and I'm taking care of myself. So, yeah. my the one that I went down for for all those years was a robbery, and I had a gun charge and a fake ID. So they was basically just tired of seeing me. You feel me? Yeah. Nobody got shot. Felt though. like you was habitual, like. This yeah, like shit. I keep seeing this little bitch in here. The judge already <laughs> knew me by name. You feel me? So when I came back to the court, they was like, "You." <laughs> yeah, we tired of you. <laughs> tired of your ass. And I was already a delinquent, so basically, you know, I was a ward of the state, of the court, not the state, the court. Yeah, ward of the court. Yeah, so, so you was in placement and yeah. all that. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's just they get tired of you because it'd be like camp term, egg yeah. short, and, and I wasn't staying in no group homes. Like, the yeah. only group home, like, I stayed in probably was when I went to foster care when I was, like, 12. So, what, you just used to AWOL as soon as you get there? Yeah, I would be gone. <laughs> you just did. Yeah, because, you know, my first charge, they immediately put me in a group home. I didn't even get a chance to be, like, you know, like, do I got some family members, somebody that could come get me? They just, yeah. like, immediately put me That's in That's what home. I was about to ask. Like, while, while this was going on, were your parents getting locked up, too? Was it, like, just something that was going on in the household at the time? Yeah, everybody was pretty much in jail. And then, like, my family is pretty much just me, my brothers, and my sisters. You feel me? So, so you're saying it's probably hard for your mama and daddy to show up to court when she yeah, had a court date that boat and probably, too. Yeah, nobody showed up to court. So that was a big thing for me, like— when I caught the four years, I look back, it ain't nobody in court. And then it's like my grandma, she's like, I'm going to come, I'm going to come. But my grandma, she strung out on drugs, so it's only far as she going to go. You feel yeah, me? Right. Somebody got a break. So, so you saying you always had to face the music pretty much on your own. Pretty much, yeah. Man, what's so, up? Four mm -hmm. years. How old was you when you had to go sit down for the four years? I was 13. Yeah. You know some, some popular Crips that was in there? He's <laughs> <laughs> funny. I think I ran across that at first. I, I was, <laughs> no, we was for sure locked up together. As kids. And I was in there fighting a lot. Like, when I got there, it was right. automatic, like, war. Like, it was it was different going from juvenile hall to the to basically the prison, you know? The crazy yeah. part is I didn't even know that that was you till I was with our homeboy from Lanes, Baby Brace. Mm -hmm. He was like, oh, yeah, that's... You know, she rapping now. Ooh, I'm like, no, because I had just got hip to you right before I went to jail, kicking it with Mize and all them. Right. So then I went to jail, and he put, like, a face with the name. I'm like, never. I'm like, that shit crazy. You know what I mean? But because you got to think, I was, a, I was a little girl. Like, y'all was older. Way even, older. even him. He <laughs> yeah, was already, like, everybody was already in their <laughs> dubs. I was... 13 coming in there. <laughs> you know, the females on my unit, <laughs> 20, 22. And I wasn't going. Like, you couldn't tell me what to do or how to program. I wasn't even a programmer. Like, I just was bad as fuck. 
So one little thing would just set me off. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I always find everybody. Then, you know, we like we locked up with the dudes in there, too. So I was everybody little homegirl. <laughs> they f***ed with that because I basically ran my unit. So they sending me kites. I'm getting anything, you know? Everything. <laughs> For sure. So you was locked up. So they had y'all in the building, man, where it was niggas over there, too. Yep. No, not in the building, nigga. Not in the building, but well, just we, in that same vicinity. You could program together to a certain extent. Basically, like uh, like how this building is right here. You go outside, it's another building right there, building right there. We got to walk down the runway. We see each other going to the field. They out in the gates. They could throw stuff over. We passing yeah. them by, walking. That's how I fought a boy in there. I was the only girl to, like, go out of bounds and fight a boy because he was dissing me. Yeah, he came from SAC. And he kept dissing me and dissing me, and I just wasn't f***ing with it. I was already like, I'm hella angry in here. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I ran out of bounds and fought him. And then they wanted to kick me out the jail because they was like, that's not supposed to happen. Like, you know, girls and dudes ain't supposed to be yeah. in a jail to where y'all could be fighting and shit, you know? Yeah. So they let you out, what, when you was about 18? Um, 17, 17. 17. Yeah. Yeah. What, what was going on then when you, when you got out? Family members waiting on you? Did you go back home? So when I... When I got out, I got released because my grandma was the only one. You know, like I said, my family is a small family. Yeah. Uh, my dad's side of the family wasn't there for me. So all I got is my brothers and sisters and my grandma. Yeah. So, you know, I, I'm thinking my grandma changed and stuff. So when I was getting out of jail, I'm all like, you know, everything's going to be different. I'm going to go on. Yeah, yeah, like I'm all yeah. happy. Yeah. Straight shit. up. Everything, straight <laughs> up. I'm going on. Um, so when I get out, I go to her house and she's just the same exact person. And she literally kicks me out within hours. So all I had to my name is my book bag, my jail clothes. I don't even got a fucking toothbrush. And I'm like, like, what am I going to do? Like, when I was getting out of jail, I was like, maybe I should get a job or something. Like, And then that just all went down the drain. So basically, I was back in the streets within hours. Like, I had to go hit Thank stores and get my shit together. You know what I'm saying? Like, hell, get back you needed outside. a toothbrush. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I needed everything. Yeah, like, man, you hell like, yeah, I didn't you about to hit a stone. To a Get toothbrush like that shit crazy. So what? She didn't have a. So when you came home, Grandmama didn't have nowhere to go either. She had a spot. She, she just wasn't. She had a spot, but she was like super going off drugs. Like she was the type of person growing up. Like she would pick at my skin and be like, "Oh, you got bugs and weird shit." So like when I came home, I'm thinking oh, like she, she changed. She's telling me she sees shit I don't see. You feel me? Like. And if you didn't agree with her, she'd be just tripping. Like, say she'd be like, oh, it's a rat right there. And you'd be like, no, the f*** there ain't. She's going to be, ah, tripping. So yeah. I'm like, I can't be around this shit. I'm fresh out. You feel me? I just did hella years. So I had to, yeah. It so was again, you, you feel like that was uh, your piece of support? Like you was looking forward to getting out, like going to grandma's house? She feel like she's more of a mama to you than anything? I don't even feel like she She definitely wasn't more of a mama to me. She's yeah. always been destructive. Like. Yeah. I just felt like that was just like the only person I had that you could land with. Yeah. Exactly, yeah, that's like, the only person. That's the only person I know and right. I got that I could talk to. So yeah, right. like, you know, yeah, that shit. Because it seemed like you don't talk to a lot of people. No, I don't at all. No. So for me to hear you say like, you know, grandmama, you felt like that was that was a piece of your comfort zone that was pretty much ripped away from you when you went home. That's got to be up. Hell yeah, I'm back out in the street in hours too. Yo, 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 your whole life you've been trying to figure it out until you start getting some money leg legally. So you yeah. probably ain't never had time to be a kid and really talk to people and be friendly. Like she come from out, nigga, one of the craziest YAs ever. 
Yeah. Like, right. you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, mm-hmm. so now it's like, oh, I'm back on the street and I got to figure it out. So I already <laughs> been programming with people, not my friend, you know? Yep. Oh, God. I see. That shit crazy. So what What did you like? I, that's like a police question. Because <laughs> I was about to say, what was your first move after that to go put some dollars in your pocket? I mean, she ain't doing none of it no more. Nah, I'm not. I'm not with. Yeah, but it's, it's still just. She's I didn't like, even want to speak on that, but rest in peace to my big brother because he came and got me. Mm. And we figured it out. Uh, oh, my miss. Yeah. That's <laughs> why I was about to say. I didn't even really want to. Mm hmm. So after all of that, was you did was you was you even with music coming up? Like even when you was they was trying to put you in group homes and shit like that. Was you was it ever one time dawn on you like I'm running to a studio? Anybody want to? You know what I'm saying? Was you hanging out in studios? So my um, stepdad he was a rapper, okay, and he showed me how to record when I was eight. Okay, so it always stuck with me. Like he used to bring the studio. Like he's had a studio in his closet, and like everybody and a mama from his hood would be over recording. And I always, like, I was singing before that. Like, my mom used to be like, sing, like, make me sing for the family, you know? So when I figured out how to rap, I was like, oh, this is my lane because I'm eight years old knowing this. So I'm like, I could talk shit, you know? So when I was about 12, I was already hella viral on Facebook in my city because I was, like, the youngest bitch getting money. So when I posted a video rapping, I was, like, beating on my chest rapping, like, and everybody was, like, calling me, like, oh, my God, like, that shit hard. Like, go to the studio. But I'm hella young. I don't know about no studio. I'm just making videos on Facebook. So as I was in jail, I, like, perfected my craft. Like, I used to be rapping for the tear. And, like, when I would be on, like, 60-day lockdown, I would just be rapping to myself to get myself through the time. I didn't. They wouldn't give me no notebook. It would just be me in there with, like, a styrofoam tray. And I would have to, like, 24 hours, how am I going to kill it? So I would be sitting there making, like, raps to myself. Uh, yeah. Like, I had my intro down before I even got out of jail. Like, I told my friends in jail, I'm like, I'm finna come on the songs like, hey, Stunner Girl. So I made that up. When I got out, I just continued from where I left off. I start posting videos on Facebook, yeah. just um, rapping on instrumentals. Mm-hmm. And then they was doing so much numbers. But everybody in my city was, like, hating. They wouldn't tell me where's the studio at or, like, how it is out there. You gotta, they want you to be under somebody to be rapping or doing whatever. I'm the type of person. I'm my own person. You feel me? So Where I'm we like, come from. Like I'm going to figure like, it out. Yeah, we're going to figure it out. Or my mom. So eventually I figured it out. And when I made my first song and I posted it, it did numbers. It did like 10K in a day. That was numbers to me, you Hell know, yeah. Yeah, for yeah. my first song. Hell yeah. <laughs> After that, I just started dropping and it was a wrap. There's like, a lot of niggas paying 10K for a video and getting 3,000 views. So. Yep. <laughs> so I didn't have no alley-oop or nobody telling me like, oh, let me take my little sis to the studio or I didn't have none of that. Like, I really figured all that shit out by myself. Like, So when did you break to, like, the public? Like, when did people start knowing? Do you feel like it was your first song? Or what What song, like, made Stunner Girl? Like, I feel like when I dropped Let It Drip, because it wasn't no bitch talking like me, you feel me? Like, in that song, I was, when I first came out, that song was a diss song, but I wasn't dissing people. People that was rapping was dissing me. So my first couple songs when I was out, I wasn't like, I was just trying to rap, you know? In that song, I start touching on like shit that was going on in my life and, you know, politicking, um, you know, just touching on every subject. So when that yeah. song dropped and like people heard it, bitches and niggas, they was like, whoa, she talking crazy. Yeah. You got to think at a time when I dropped that song and then I dropped on the record right after that. 
bitches was just talking about like taking bitches niggas and like yeah, kid yeah. ass shit. You feel no me? You're not on yeah. the little Kim rap type of movement. Yeah, they was just talking about little girl shit. I'll take your nigga. Woo, woo, woo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm over here like sliding on drop, this and that. Yeah. Getting money like this. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So when I came out, everybody was just like, whoa. Took off in the bay immediately. Like I was getting overly booked and it was just boom. I left. I went to Detroit, went to New York. And I just left to L.A. and then I just started making my Let's mark. Let's back up to Detroit. What was that experience like going down there with them f***ing around in D? When I went out there, like, I really had a rap. So <sighs> I get off the plane and, like, I go to a studio and it's, like, freaking, like, 50 people in the studio with, like, a, a microphone and then just, like, a, a MacBook computer. So they like, oh, yeah, hey, Stunner Girl, come on, get on this song. So I had to stand in the middle and rap in front of, like, 50 people and not be scared. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. that just turned me more into a beast. So yeah. I'm just up there, like, That'd be them eh, yeah. standing up with everybody in Detroit. You know, so, yeah, you pretty much saying, like, Them be them sessions. You got to rap. You pretty much saying that all the type of, like, you had to do it around niggas. Yeah. Like, you had to compete with them. Basically. So to you, bitches ain't shit. Like, that shit easy. You know what I'm saying? Compete yeah. with 50 niggas in the room. Yep. And I have to try to drop the hardest bars. Exactly. And then the, it just went crazy because they they told me, like, no other females came out here and actually wrote their own shit. But mine was different because I was doing punch-ins. You feel me? Yeah. So not only am I writing my own shit, but I'm getting on really the mic. Freestyling. Freestyling right alongside yeah. you, mother. Well, you was <laughs> doing it with a styrofoam tray. Why? Why? I'm just listening because I'm intrigued by her story. Yeah. I've been waiting to like listen to this because nobody ever asked you about none of this about your life and exactly. why you are the way that you are. Maybe I feel like you telling this will help the viewer or people who will with you in the future understand you better. Exactly. Of why you may be the way that you are. Mm -hmm. So you went to Detroit. You in Detroit. Hell, you you competing with. 50, man, 50 niggas, but shit, <laughs> you've been competing with niggas all your life, sound like exactly. to me. It ain't even been really the bitches. You feel like, man, shit, the niggas the ones that got what I want. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I'm about to, them the niggas I'm competing with, shit. Oh, you God. bitches want cell phones and you just your hair done, bitch. I'm trying to have a full-blown bag. How, oh, my how did you even <laughs> get introduced to the game? Like, like. I know you grew up right there, woo woo, but like, what made them say like, all right, you can kick it? Like, you know what I mean, how you get like um, the street status to even be able to slide and go across the world and stand on your gangsterism? I feel like I don't know. Just starting young, I was always a fighter, and my brother he would skip over every because I got seven brothers and sisters all together. My brother rest in peace though. He would skip over all the kids and come to me for like everything. Like, come fight this bitch, come do this. Cause he's in high school, he was in high school, you know? And I was already like a rowdy ass kid. Like, I was super, super smart. I got A days and I mean, A pluses in school. Yeah, but I was bad as fuck. Like, I just, I just feel like probably just from where I came from, like my household. I don't know, but I would just always like on go, you know? People couldn't bully me. Yeah, like, in elementary, girls would just try to bully me because I had long hair. I wasn't going. I'd be fighting the There's whole... seven siblings in the house. There's no way we getting along every day. Seven <laughs> kids on the same page is too much like right. Nigga, I don't... Hey, listen to shambles, me. I don't fall a cousin of mine. Nigga come out the shower. He in a towel. He must have said something to me. We in, like, sixth grade. 
he must have said something to me. I just take off on him. He drop his towel, nigga. He take it off on me, nigga. That's how I was like the only time I had a butt naked man in my life, Turk. Yeah, shit. My cousin come out of the shower. His nigga was talking breezy, though, bro. I had to take off on him. I didn't fuck nigga in the towel before. It's early in the morning, nigga. Like, nigga, hold up. Nigga, we ain't doing this one this morning. So I can see her. Hell yeah, she done got down with her. So you ever fought your siblings? Hell yeah. My Hell. mom had a like trampoline, and she used to make all my cousins come over, and she used to let me f them up with one hand. Every time they do something, yeah, come on, y'all, let's have a barbecue. She'd be like, f that bitch up, do that. So we, You know, I don't even see that. Punch at, look, I don't even see that at family functions no more. I used to see that like things used to get caught. They would bring out gloves at the end of the yep. night. Everybody done drank, fireworks, shit is over with. Now you got nigga. I done seen my homegirl from my neighborhood, crazy. nigga, squab her daughter. Oh, God. Gloves. <laughs> nigga, her daughter was like 19. She's like, you been talking shit all year. Psh, nigga, Let's put the go. gloves on <laughs> and got him up right in the front yard. Yeah, yeah. Facts. Miss that shit. That's I miss that, seeing yeah, that, that, that shit. That's that real caddy like, shit. Yeah, but people don't even go to like family fun. Like family functions don't even to really happen Carlo like Rossi. that. Yeah, it's like it's just forced. Yep. That shit don't be going on. And my mom always was like, she wouldn't, if I ever even told, like, came home from school and was like, oh, some girl said something to me, and she would be like, what? What you, you didn't do what? You know what I'm saying? So it was already, like, on go. And then I feel like, like, after that, you know, I was born in my hood, so yeah. I was already around everybody. And You're a like, product of it. Yeah, yeah, pretty much product of my ghetto. Yeah. Birth. That's what we call it, <laughs> earth, turf, birth. Like, For when sure. you just day one right there, and you have nowhere else, like... But the females, you still get a pass. So that's why I'm like, you know, I'm a part of the culture. So it's like, for us to accept the female, she really got to be dog and shit and doing all that. So, you know what I mean? That's why no, I'm like, that's real shit. Mm -hmm. Why you think I don't f with every bitch that come up over here? I don't f with every bitch because I can smell it on them. Like the ones that ain't really with it, ain't never really been through nothing because we got real ones that have, homie. And she ain't really glorifying that shit, my nigga. She's like, yeah, I went through that shit. Most bitches come here, yeah, I went through that shit. Yeah, I did it. Like, it's not nothing to glorify, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you even saying, you was like, damn, I got good grades. It's just, I couldn't get out the mix. Right. I'm, I'm going I'm, I'm going home to it every Facts. day. I can come up yeah. here and get straight A's every day, but guess what I'm about to deal with? No type of homework when I get home. How to Facts. deal with some other shit, my nigga. Yeah, we I home. Deal with real life. I had real life. Grades. I was on the honor roll and all that. Mm -hmm. and, uh, it's nigga when you at home like that shit that going. Tell me some, outside. tell me some more, cause I'm in, I'm interested. Like I never yeah. heard you open up like to tell, like who you are. So like right. I feel like I'm, I've watched everything on you, and you don't, you've never talked about it, like yeah. your upbringing. It's a good one. What? What's your name from Oak Park? What's your what Stunner name Girl. they gave you? They gave you Stunner Girl. At Stunner 12? Girl, yeah, cause originally there was Stunner Gang and. Before, like, there was, like, Mozzie and, like, all that stuff. Everybody's name had Stunner in it. Yeah. So when I got out of jail, like everybody generation. had their name changed. It was, like, Mozzie something now. Everybody that was Stunner this was, now they're Mozzie this. But I just didn't, like, I just, you know, stayed yeah, who I am type stunning, shit. I didn't sure. get out and follow the wave type shit. For sure. That's Shout crazy. out to my big bro, though. He did. He, he one of the legends out of my city besides me. Yeah. <laughs> one rest in peace. Huh? The one rest in peace. And I was talking about Mozzie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nah, yeah. Now, it's my brother a legend for sure. My big brother, yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> What's his name? Raul, Ryu, Red Money. Man. Yep. Yeah. Shout out it's Red Money, because man. Because Mozzie, niggas don't even know that's the name of the clique. Like, his, he came out <laughs> Mozzie member. 
and he, everybody just was like, he I think didn't he have changed his name to that, and then they try to make it more of a game. Because the internet was calling because Mozzie, remember, it was just short. Like we was calling him Mozzie. Then you see like E Mozzie and all that. Like at first it looked as everybody was just putting his name and all of that. Then when it came out. Like you just said, I feel like he click. don't he don't feel like it's Everybody's a click. A I don't feel like it's a click either. It's more that's I think that's Hell Gang. His name is Mozzie, so I think everybody else just followed that, like him changing his name to that. Uh, but uh, Mozzie's not a bro- gang though. Mozzie's not a gang. No, it's not. That's your no. brother. So huh? gang, yeah. That's your brother. Yeah, he my big bro. Mm-hmm. For sure. I f- with him. No, first time I ever met Mozzie was uh. I think I want to say over a year ago, he had came to the old studio and he was like, man, Sharma, watch all your shit, man. I f- with you. How, for some reason, I've always been connected with the Bay Area. Bay, man, them's all my people. I ain't never had no. Shite, no, for real. Yeah, but Sharpest like they've been all my man. people, like K Red and all them, man. Rest <laughs> in peace. You know, I was out in Richmond when we buried him. You know, so I right. flew out there, to, you know what I'm saying, to Oakland, my nigga. We ain't buried that man, you know what I'm saying? But it, every time I go through there, it's number love, especially for the pimp. Everybody moving out the way. Oh, look, Sharp just pulled up, my nigga. Like, it's, it's, I love the bay for that, and I love the culture. And I must really get down out there. So I, I, I understand your heritage. That's why, like, me even asking these questions, like, figuring out your upbringing. Like, your ass came up like a nigga. <laughs> you came up like a fucking man, and, and it's I'm crazy. And I'm still girly girl, like, And you still girly always. to be able to keep that, though? <laughs> Without nobody really showing you to keep it, right. I do commend you for that, and I respect that. Was you and for sure you and your husband? So when you was in the field and all that, like was y'all childhood homeboys or did I mean homies? Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. she's like you and you like so you got it. Y'all gotta stop no, right here. We know how you move, so it's like. It's, I, but yeah like when y'all was it like when y'all was younger y'all childhood friends like how did y'all come together like you know what i'm saying um so basically we already we basically been friends for over 10 years like you know, my whole hood used to just go link up with him and be posting him. <laughs> he had a big-ass house in Vegas and shit. Niggas wasn't having that type of shit, so he was already interlocked with, like, you know, people around me. That's how we met. And then, you know, he was the youngest nigga getting money. I was the youngest bitch getting money, so it was bound to happen. <laughs> yeah, man. So you from SAC or up so, Where you come from? I'm from North Oakland, 53rd Street. Martin Luther King did end and be the exact, though, but... You feel me? I yeah, got heavy. North, I used to be on 65th and San Pablo. Yeah, I got heavy, heavy affiliate blood ties in Fruittown, Bompton. So I've been back and forth my whole life. You feel me? Yeah, I mean, it's California. Yeah, like, I mean, we got Bay Area cousins. We got, you know, you know I mean, it, it, it's yeah. like that. Because like I said, I was staying, I was up in SAC when I was 17. Sure. Like, uh My people was at SAC State, but we had other right there. I was at East SAC. Now, I knew about Oak Park and some... Other stuff in the Thomas called the comment. What is it called? What was they called in in the Thomas? What's them? What up, Natomas up, is the is the. But it's the, a gang up that way. What really? It's a blood gang. What's the blood gang? <laughs> Another. Up, they up, better something. not be no goddamn Natomas bloods. Nothing. No, no, no. It's, it's, no, you know I ain't from out there, but it's <laughs> up that the way. It's upland. It's an upland blood gang. Up something bloods. I don't know about that. <laughs> uh, yeah. See, it, what are what are the hoods around? Um. 
I ain't really want to bring up no. That's cool. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, nah, I just, the Highlands, maybe. Oh, yeah, that's in the north. Exactly. Mm -hmm. That's all I, that's exactly what I'm saying. But, yeah, I got affiliates from up there, too. But so how did you get, how did this rap career, how did you link with the baddies and turn it into a reality story? Before she even get there. <laughs> like, I just want you to know, your music, for real, like your music, I listen to your music. You you ain't the average chick moving with it. Hell, I would have loved to manage you. I was trying to catch up with you months ago, said, damn, she's moving. Mm -hmm. You know, <laughs> you, you've been rapping, and to find out how you started and where you came from, maybe that story can't never be ignored. You know what I'm saying? Because Good it show. was pure. It didn't, it wasn't something that uh, you even saw the next person doing and say, I can do that. You said, I was beating on a styrofoam fing tray, just trying to make this 24 hours go by. Facts. You know what I'm saying? So I can get the fuck out of here and get moving. I really do commend you for that, for your music and how you move, and I really do believe that you're going to blow. It's, it's different for you because you actually did uh, start in the space of fing with niggas, like around niggas, like you're competing with them. You're not trying to fuck the niggas. You're trying to compete with the niggas. Yeah, my business. And to so. still keep, you know, your feminine side to yourself. How was, like, how'd you do that? Like, how'd you keep, like, you know, to be able to be around niggas, be almost, be respected as one, but still keep your feminine side to yourself and, like, let them know, hey, I'm still a girl. I feel like just because my mama was the original hot girl. She was about all that telling guns, all that, but she wore her dress and her heels and acted like a lady, you know? Mm. So I always was into makeup and hair and different styles and doing all that. So I really never let none of that, like, you know, the shit I was doing be like, oh, I got a macho up, you know? Uh, what? <laughs> that was never. No, go ahead. I was about to say, where is your mom now? Um, She lives in North Carolina. She she changed her life. She's got a job now and doing Going good. Church and shit. Yeah. How's your relationship? <laughs> um, it'd be good and then, you know, like we we used to be really bad. But as I got older, like when I got out of jail, I was really mad at her because I, I never got a phone I never got like a visit. I never got money on my books. Um I didn't even get to talk to my little sisters. That's why when people be like doing shit and I could cut them off like this, it'd be like I had to like block like act like my little sisters didn't exist, you know? That my hurts. babies, you know? That fucking hurts. So, that hurts. I already know. You holding it up for us right now. She's like, man, that shit hurt me. I'm a female. Like, <laughs> exactly. that, that shit fucking hurts. Was they holding you being like your troubled childhood against you? Like, like oh, you fucking up. I ain't fucking with you type shit. So I, I got some like understanding with my mom recently. And she was just like, well, you got to see where I was coming from. Like, you was doing outrageous shit and... And we out here, you don't know what we going through. We came out here and had to start from scratch. I didn't have nothing when I came you, out here. Did you ever tell a stunner girl like, Mom, I was a product of my environment? Yeah. What'd she say? I, felt, I just felt like everybody left me. Like, yeah. I'm, I can't, I don't even got your number to call y'all. You feel me? Or when I'm calling this, oh, you can't talk to your little brothers and sisters. You can't, nah, 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 because nah, you doing this and you doing that. They just really thought I was just, I really felt like everybody just thought I wasn't going to be shit or like I wasn't. Count I was just always going to be in jail. And, yeah, they basically did. I, that's what I felt like. Like My mm -hmm. mom was the brick lady, too. My mom. But, see, she used to go <laughs> OT. Like, it's complete opposite. Like, as much as she they could, like, my parents, they had me with them. And then I'd be at my granny house. 
And that's where all the bullshit, like how you said, all of us over there. It's my aunties that sold drugs. It's right. my aunties that ain't got it like that or they working all day. All the grandbabies is over there. It's like 10 of us staying in a two-bedroom house. Like yep. You know what I'm saying? And she can't keep track of all of us. I start driving her car at 12. Like, it's just, you're a product of your environment. It don't matter how much money that we have. Like, but they always made it to, like, as soon as they get in town, they come get it. So that's why I'm like, damn, they was selling Sometimes. They come from the streets. So they don't understand. I mean, they're supposed to understand what you're going through in your troubled past because they come from this shit. I really just feel like with my mom, she didn't want me to be like her. So when she see me start being like her, she just was like, hell nah. You but know. she had to kind of go through the motions to get to where she's at and to have change in her life. So she got to remember that she once was you or some type of, you know what I'm saying, product of that environment. So she got to know, like, hey, if it helped her, it can help you. Sometimes I sit back and I've always said, like, damn, what would my life be if I did have everything and I was fed a silver spoon? Exactly. Or, you know, I was able to go to college. Would I be better off or would I have been worse? So I feel like I'm better off now because without all those trials and tribulations that I went through, who the f would I be, stomach girl? Exactly. I wouldn't know. That's a person that I'm scared to know. That's exactly I how I feel. Know. I wouldn't have nothing to talk about. Mm. I wouldn't have, you know, my story to tell yeah. for other young girls looking up to me. Because yeah. even with my mama, I watched her hustle every type of way to raise this. Yeah. So that's why I'm such a hustler. She was doing everything without a job, without government assistance for seven kids. And let us know she was doing it for us when she would go do it. And, yeah, so watching her do that made me like. Your grandma or your mama? My mom. Your mama. That really made me have that hustle in me. I knew how to, like, when I was going to elementary, I was, like, in school. Like, I'm smarter than all of y'all. I'll be looking at these mothers. Where like, was she during? I already know the game. Hey. I know how to do this and that. Where was she during <laughs> your stays? When you was going to jail, was she not with you was she the first part she was fighting her own case so then she went to jail but then she got out and when she got out i was already like lost in the system like when she got out and figured out i went to jail like when I, the first time i went to jail she had left me with my aunt she ended up being my aunt asked like how the fuck you let my daughter go to fucking foster care so when she came to see me in the group homes i was tatted up i'm 12 years old i got like seven tattoos uh. mom was looking at me crying like what the fuck like what what went wrong like everything Already. just she went to jail only for probably like a couple six months probably so she was yeah. like what the f happened in six months like my daughter is out of control you know it can happen in six days but yeah. you gotta think she what i'm witnessing in the household yeah what i already that's know shit. everything you know yeah we already shit. doing everything before so your like, ass went to jail they yeah. act like we all got eyes like, y'all used to have us hold y'all drugs and, and shit when y'all would go yeah, bust like, snacks. what are you like, talking about? Like, you cannot hide shit from a kid. We in yeah. every closet. We're everywhere. So it's like, you're not, you're not especially hiding shit. When, especially you when you leave it as an old lot by ourselves. Come I on. think my mom kept it too real with us. We was talking about that the other day. She just, I, I was just trying to put y'all up on game and not like, so y'all wasn't just out there. You feel I, me? But I got sent back from Detroit. I was living in Detroit with my mom while she was hustling. And she had like three million downstairs in the basement. Me and my sisters we was playing hide and go seek and we found the money and ripped everything. Not ripped it, but we <laughs> throwing it in the air. We playing dice with the shit. We fing up. She said it took her a day and a half. What ass whoop? Bad I got drugs. <laughs> you talking ass whoop, nigga. nigga. You did your motherfucking ass whoop. Oh, Imagine yeah. that today, I'm going downstairs and playing in three million. 
ripping it up. Because y'all yeah, did. You told the motherfucking truth. Somebody getting their ass whooped. Oh, God. She said it took her three days to count the money in the first place because she out there by herself. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Then we was playing with the neighbor's kids, and he's supposed to be a robber. So now, if they go back and tell it, we had we went straight to a hotel. We were living at a hotel for like a month. I got sent back to L.A. It was a wrap. Yeah, it was a wrap for Get you. Out of here. Hell yeah, all of us, we all got sent back to L.A. We say, That's crazy, girl. though, because even if, like, when I become a mom, I'm not just going to send my kid off. No, like, no. she hustled. We had a house. You, we you. know we had a house in LA. We had a nanny, a full time nanny. We was just out there with her because she was planning on being out there for a second. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But once we start doing that, while she was hustling, I would have sent my kids back too. Like, wait, y'all got I, I get that? Like, I'm busting the play right yeah, now. Yeah, like I yeah. up. I wasn't supposed to have them right here. You know what I'm saying at the trap. But yeah. So, cause that, like I said, your story though. Like, just to know, like, some of your background and where you come from. How did you even get... Now Now I want to move on to the next segment where I ask you, like, about the baddie situation. Like, how did you even get into, like, TV? Okay, so um, I always wanted to do, like, acting or some type of, like, TV. So I heard... Well, no, people were sending me it. They're like, there's this show and they're coming to the West Coast. Mm-hmm. Um, I had never watched the show, nothing. So when I looked at it, um, I went to go like start looking at clips on YouTube. I'm like, all right, maybe this will like be a stepping stone to get my foot in the door to do some like you know some TV shit. Cause Show I, them I can be around bitches. Yeah, I can be a girl. Like, you know, I can, it I might go as far movie. as me starting to act because that's what I want to do. I want to yeah, get into movies. Yeah, so I'm yeah. like, but like as I got on there, I had went to the auditions. They already knew who I was, so I was in VIP, mm-hmm. and then after that, I just really felt like it was a setup. <laughs> Like seriously, cause they when I when I went up there to go, I was in the VIP room with like everybody I had ended up fighting, so that was already kind of weird. Um, Felt like you was in YA all over again. Yeah, like I went up there. <laughs> I'm like, I was just with you bitches in the back room. Y'all was all now. up in my face. Oh my gosh, she's so pretty. Da, da, da. They fighting for play, baby. Then when I got up there, fighting for play. It basically was like you have. I have to do the audition because you have to explain. It won't make sense if I just pop up on the show. I've never done TV before. Yeah. So I don't got a character from like another Oxygen yeah. or like another branch. You feel me? Like this is my first time doing TV. So I had to do the audition too. But when I went to do the audition and it was like one judge bitch was up there that this bitch used to be my fucking background dancer. The other bitch, I seen this bitch in the back. She was being hella cool. But when I went up on the microphone, they thought I was like finna explain myself to them. And that's when oh. shit went left. Like, you know how I come and I be like, you know what the fuck going on? We don't know what the fuck going on. I'm like, from that moment on, it was already like, y'all bitches got me fucked up. Like, y'all hoes. Right, right. Y'all hoes and Kelly, first off. First the fuck off. First off. It's not where you're from, it's where you're at. Yeah. Y'all bitches is in off Kelly. Off the dribble. Off the dribble. I done said that many times before. <laughs> hey, man, I ain't going to nobody backyard and expecting to really, like, be that boss man because I'm already knowing somebody over here been doing that shit. Yeah. Like, you got it's not where you from, it's where you at, man, at the end of the day. You feel what I'm saying? Like, the, the fans couldn't even believe I was there. Like, when I was walking up and they everybody started seeing me in the line, they like, stun a girl. Yeah. Like, what the f***, bitch? What did you do here? Yeah, like, what you I just, I just stand in line when I was walking through, though. Oh, right. They was like, stun a girl here? Like, y'all motherfuckers better be happy I'm even here. How yeah. I feel. You feel you me? hear me? Yeah. And that's why I feel like they didn't really understand you from that first segment when they was trying to pass out them little pink slips or yeah. whatever cards yeah. they was trying her, to hand out to you. was my favorite for them auditions. You and Rody. <laughs> 
You already, because you the homie. So we're only like, a West Side baby. Out in Vegas. I, I know her whole neighborhood. Over I knew over for there sure you was going on the show. I think I already knew before, but I knew for sure when you hit the audition. I'm like, she for sure gonna get on the show. It ain't okay. no way that they finna turn down this and they. Because I mean, y'all all bought it up. Like that season was really pushed to the world to me. Y'all first like cast because didn't Rock come on with y'all too? Yeah, yeah, like that was like. It seemed like you and her actually throughout the show, y'all was cool. Like y'all had a mutual respect for one another. Yeah, she was the most respectful. Like it started off That's at the photo she could shoot. Feel where your ass was from, nigga. Yeah. She could hear it in your lingo. Yeah. Like, hold up, nigga. She had already told me like um, when I had met her, like her dude already said like for her, like you know what I'm saying. So yeah. she was respectful out of. She was like the most coolest, like. She wasn't giving off like, oh, I'm Mrs. Butch and this motherfucker, and she mm-hmm. and she yeah, was just cool, but, like. But usually the ones who got it, they don't really pop it. They be right. waiting, like nigga, wait till you pop it. Like you know, what I'm then, I already know what I'm gonna do to you. So that's what I get from y'all two on there. Like, all right, go I ahead. was just pretty confused with the rest of the bitches because, like, when I met the other cast, they was like, oh my god, I love your music. Um, rapping my songs to me, and then it's like I fight one bitch, and then everybody's they just whole your spot. Shift just changed, but it's like if y'all was really <laughs> some gangster bitches and y'all was real bitches, y'all would have minded y'all business first off. Two, y'all would have respected the situation because the last time I seen these hoes, they was trying to jump me and team tag me. You feel me from the auditions? Bitch, what you mean? It's the first time I'm seeing this bitch. Of course, which I'm not finna sit here doing a photo off. shoot. Like, as soon as I see her. It was crazy because, you know, it seemed like in the show, they separated you, put you in the room by yourself. They were all standing across the threshold. And once, like, I guess the girl Tommy walked back in, all hell broke loose where they tried to pretty much jump you. Because you was down to catch one-on-one fades with them if they really had a problem with you. For sure. It was... The um the fight you're talking about happened in the living room. That was the next day. Yeah. But the day at the photo shoot was the first time I'm learning that this bitch is here and all that. So it wasn't even a planned thing. They just said the bitch is here. And I'm like, oh, I got to get you because, bitch, you know what you did. Yeah. Oh, mama. So I, I, it was never a time I walked past this hoe. It was never a time me and her seen. Like, that was the first time I seen her. And they try to keep us separate. So I really mm-hmm. planned it out. Like, I'm finna just wait back here until I hear them call their names. And I'm finna come out. Because... Yeah. They was trying to keep us separate and do weird shit. So the next day when I come, I was just with these bitches all in the lobby. You feel me? So I ain't thinking bitches feel some type of way. But when you watch the playbacks, they rolling their eyes at me with me and her getting broken up. Yeah. You know, they doing all this. And I really felt like it was more of a some of them felt like I was taking a spotlight. And the other half was just dick rider lab dogs and was like, she got more followers. This is who I'm going to attach myself to. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So me coming in as the wild card was like her like. And they you know. can't do nothing with you, oh, too. God. So it's like, it's like, damn, like, nigga, we got to, like, put some respect on it and stand down. So all they can do is give you them facial emotions and all that shit. Facts. You know what I mean? Like, that shit is like everybody competing. I don't know. For me, it's like half of them is competing to be Natalie's best friend. You get what yeah. I'm saying? Right. But then Natalie will be fucking with y'all. But... Y'all get into it with people. I mean, she's like the the moderator, mediator type person on the show. But it's like, motherfuckers do anything to get their points up with that. What was your... Instead of coming on being themselves. What was your right. What was your expectations going on to Baddies when you did, you, know you went to even go and do the audition? What What were you expecting to get? Like, what, what, what did you think it was all about? 
honestly, going on there, I thought it was like, I thought it was going to be more about like our talents. Yeah. That's what <laughs> Not I'm so much of like fighting yeah. and stuff, yeah. you know? So I thought it was going to be. But I definitely was wrong, but I thought it was going to be. I mean, but you got both off. You and Rock are the only two out of that got both <laughs> off. Like, we're listening to Stunner Girl. We're listening to Vibe and, you know what I mean? But, Fuck you know, my music it. been that, though. No, so no, that's what I'm like, saying. But y'all still, you know, some people get on TV. Some and people stuff. get on TV. No, and it negates from their music career. You yeah. kept both strong going into reality shows. It's hard to do. It's they say you know, that. It's hard I just to never do. let nobody play with my business. I ain't been letting motherfuckers. Why would I get on TV and start letting motherfuckers play? Yeah. So. Because they say that's for washed up rappers. You know what I mean? They be like, it, at first, it was supposed to be like when the rapper's career is over, he goes on love and hip hop. Mm-hmm. But Cardi B changed the narrative. Right. And now it stars like pop. And you like kept that, you kind of like bigger. Now, yeah. with the music also. like people. I, I just feel like with that, I made their network pop in for real. Me going on there, now everybody want to do it. You know what I'm saying? Me, it was just like right. a hobby. I'm finna come on TV. Like I said, I want to get in this TV lane. So me coming on there, it brought a whole different type of crowd. I brought the unisex crowd. Niggas wasn't watching that show. Mm-hmm. We got people calling my husband from the prison yard. Oh, I love her. Tell sis on my mama they put a real hood bitch on her. You doing it for the hood. You know what I'm saying? Like, now I see more dudes talking about baddies and shit. Niggas wasn't really watching that shit for real like that. No, I watched it. I'm going to be honest with you. I only, uh, I watched it because I knew Rock was on there and then when I saw you, I said, oh, it's going to be crap. I ought to watch all this. And then that's when we were supposed to get the interview and I went back and I watched it all again so I could really like pinpoint what you was on. So to hear like your story now, why you did what you did, how like the viewer can understand who you are. You know what I'm saying? And why certain things may have transpired when you was there. Right. So when y'all was going on the road and shit like that, who do you do you feel like they were when y'all would get on stage, remember they would y'all would all do like a song a piece, pretty mm-hmm. much. Do you feel like the crowd was more engaged with you than all the other chicks that were up there doing music? Besides Rock Rock ain't she's her own entity, you know what I'm saying? But just for right. you and what you were there for, do you feel like the, the crowd was more receptive to your music? Because I sure. feel like they were. They were. They. I performed different songs, like, everywhere. Some bitches only perform one song the whole time. So yeah. when I would come in the building, you know, this is my area. This is the West Coast. Bitches is already hyped that I'm even here. So they was already just right. waiting. They knew the words to, they knew the um, lyrics to my music. So it wasn't like I was getting up there performing a foreign song. Yeah. Bitches knew. They telling me what the fuck to perform. Perform yeah, this. Right. Yeah, we went there. It is. Yeah. yeah. That's real fans. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. So, I feel like when the season played out and they've been, we've been knowing this bitch. So, it just made it go even crazier because they like, bro, we've been knew this bitch and she been standing on business. Now, and y'all, the rest, the TV world the gets world to see that. The world love to hate on the West Coast. They yeah. do. They <laughs> love to hate on us. They sure I, do. I mean, All the time. No, for I, sure. I don't know why. I don't know what we did. I do know what we I'm did. I'm going to tell you what I, I know, know what we, we did. did. Yeah. No, I'll be honest. It's because our game is fast. That We fast people. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like, everything we're doing, the plays happen quick. Every other place, I'm not trying to take nothing from nobody, but it's slower in other areas. Yeah. So when they run across somebody, man, who got game and is, you know what I'm saying, living life in a fast lane, hit team, it seems to come off as... You know what I'm saying? It's intimidating. Uh, oh, city. It's very, yeah, it's very, it's very intimidating. You know what I'm saying? When you're one person, 
hacking like they don't they don't even know how to take that. They a lot of people ain't never even seen that. You go to a lot of smaller cities. Right. You know what I'm saying? So they don't even know how to take you in. Even from just the sight, like, oh shit, she got tattoos, or oh shit, she's talking this way. They don't yeah. know that shit other places. They know that shit different. You know, the game started <laughs> in California. Mm-hmm. Everywhere I go, that's why I was saying I felt like I was just above people like not above them in a sense but like yeah. mentally above them like they still talking about this we ain't already do you feel like that stems from experience or do you feel like that's just because you feel like you know everything no nah, it's just from childhood and being in it yeah. like we talking about the game and like our culture yeah. the west coast culture yeah. Yeah. our culture is totally different like yeah. for instance the shootout happened we already know what to do Shootout happen, but shootouts ain't happening where bitches is from. They crying, they having asthma attacks. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like we used to it. That we hear some. We expecting gunshots yeah, after a if, fight. If, like if you know, when a fight break out, yeah. we already know. Nigga, like, like two seconds later, car, it's bullshit for that. Yeah, <laughs> like everywhere is not like that. Or even our game, like how we get money. Yeah. How we do certain yeah. things, like in other cultures, like I can't even explain it. But they. I know what you're talking about. You know what I'm saying? They're not getting money how we getting money, how we was raised to and, and then, shit. So, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, in the, like in a man's standpoint, like, they got the trap culture. They, they're fast with the trapping transaction because it's a whole lot of that going on in the, in the South. They don't yep. like, it, from the men's, like, just us traveling, they don't like that we come from the West Coast. We got everything. They got to come fuck with us. Then we already got our chin up, chest out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cock sideways. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? We got that whole aura and it's just that we taught to poke the bear out here. Like, nigga, let me see what you about, nigga. On the thing. You <laughs> oh, acting yeah. tough. What? What you It'll make it, yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, oh, make so true. You know what I mean? <laughs> me and my boy, he know where we met at, nigga. Yeah. No, no. Come on, man. Standing on bed. Yeah. Facts. <laughs> So for you, why didn't, um, because obviously you were a popular person. The fans, they loved you on baddies. Why ain't you going back? Why ain't you went and did nothing with them? Um, They would have upped the bag for you by now and just said, come on, bring her back because she's going to get it spicy. Exactly. Because I already know just me leaving, like, all the fans is like, oh, my God, we need Stunner Girl back because it ain't no bitch that's coming like me. I'm standing on business regardless, whether whatever situation. But I really left because I was having, like, disagreements with the actual network and the CEOs. And they just don't have their program tight, you know. I didn't like how they mm. was programming over there, for real. It might be a situation like, hey, y'all tell me, Center Girl, we're shooting these scenes today. And one bitch do something and, and you and you following after what this bitch say. So now we're not starting till 11 o'clock at night. And I'm going to disagree with that because I've been up getting my makeup done. This shit costs money. Go. You know what I'm saying? It's just everywhere. I just feel like it's just a lot of tender shit going on over there. Yeah. <laughs> so really, in all in all, yeah. a lot of tender so shit. So in all in all, you say money. you really didn't want to go back, especially the bag wasn't right. And, and the money, too, yeah, because we, they agreed to pay me this lump sum. And yeah, it's a big lump sum, and I probably did get paid the most. I'm not saying I didn't. But because y'all so unorganized, y'all tell me we shooting baddies this month. I've been asking y'all for weeks. When month are we shooting this so I don't book any shows? I'm not finna be sitting on standstill 
you know, not getting my bag because y'all don't come with, come up with a date. Yeah. So say I didn't book the whole damn August up with shows, you know, I'm getting a lot of money for my shows. Yeah. 30,000s, 35s, 25s. So imagine having that whole calendar booked up and you tell them like, yeah, that's good and all. We're going to start shooting, but I'm going to have to pay these shows back if, you know, I'm not present. These motherfuckers didn't send me deposits. They didn't send me the whole damn back in. Exactly. So my lump sum of money, basically, I was going to be having to use that to pay back every show I missed. And you already agreed to give me back the money for the shows. Then when the season start, you're like, oh, I didn't say this. I'm like, bitch, what? Bye. See, that's, that's why. <laughs> hey, see, that's why as us as black folks, we got to be better on our paperwork. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Because thinking that like you can a handshake an agreement, it don't work like that in business. You got to make sure, man, like that you... You can trust them people and know, like, that ain't nothing against, like, Zeus or nothing and nothing what they doing, but just Never trust overall for business. the people that are going into business. Like, always, man, make sure some shit like that's in writing because that's a lot of money exactly. to but be playing with. Never trust they just so scandalous with paperwork, too. So on but my contract, you know, no, I'm just it. saying how they, mm-hmm. they don't be wanting to word certain shit, how it's supposed to be worded. That's why you get the lawyer that can read the right, they yeah. can read that language. I do got they a lawyer. I'm that. talking about them. They don't be wanting to get it together. <laughs> they don't be wanting to but put they, it on paper yeah. what they're giving somebody, basically. So they might say, hey, Stunner Girl, I'm giving you $150,000 for the season. And then on the side, I'm going to give you one fifty for two music videos. But we have to put that on the paperwork and yeah. say two music videos because yeah. I can't put on the paperwork. Well, I'm giving you $300,000. Understandable. But you already knew on the other side of that for the videos, that was already a gamble. You gambled huh. for that one. Like for the extra 150 for the two videos. No, it's not you, gambling. You, I'm telling you, this is how people do like this, this higher corporations, for instance, right. right? They might have higher uppers that be like on paperwork. You can't give this person this uh, amount of lump sum. So right. we have to word it like this because right. they look crazy for giving me all this money. Yeah. Right. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, right. But then sure. again, it's still like we do, we do business like that. I didn't got 50s and 100s that ain't been on paperwork. So it's normal to me. I'm not really. Understandable. But at yeah. that point, like you had to know you were still gambling on that side because it's not on paperwork. They can either give it or they don't. And the relationship can get fucked up. Right. Who would even care in the mix? But to want to guarantee that to you and know that you really got that coming, is it that shit got to be on that paper? I figured it was yeah. something because we went down there with our camera. We just left from. Las Vegas, and they haven't turned the AC on, church. Yeah, we just left from Las Vegas, and um, they having like the Baddies versus Wild series, right? And one of the top baddies wasn't there. I'm like, what's going on? I'm like, where's this at? You know, I'm already poking around looking for my boy. You, you already know, you not there. I figured it was something going on. So, I mean. Right. Is it, is it, are they taking it personal or is it like you ain't fucking with it? I'm not fucking with them. And then it just got out of hand. You know what I'm saying? Like when I left, that was a big thing. They wanted me to keep it a secrecy. Don't go on there and say anything. Don't do this and that. So basically when I posted, hey, y'all, I won't be returning to baddies. That just like made everything go to the left. So because like. The CEO, he's, like, very childish, so he'll go on there and troll me on the internet. You know, I'm a female. I'm going to say whatever the fuck I want. I see you trolling me, going on there, f***ing with me. I'm going to f*** with you back. I get paid to do that anyway, so go ahead. Start it up if you want to. So me announcing that I left, basically, they got super mad about that. But then at the same time, behind scenes, they're all like, come on, what do we got to do? What do we got to do? But it's like, now this done been said, now that done been said, and... 
You know what I'm saying? Now shit's getting out of control. Now it's like, I'm standing on my word. I can't come back now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm still cool with Natalie. She still calls me till this day. Hey, sis, what can we do to move forward? And But it's like, I don't even know if that's you. I feel like that's them sending you because that's how they be, you know, that's how they be playing. I didn't work with y'all before. They send you to do everything. So it's like, I know you ain't coming at me asking me that. That's the people above you telling you to come at me. But it's still like, nah, sh- too much shit didn't already been spilled. And, so you would never, you know, think you resign? Nah, then it's like two. The paper was right. They are very chimmy people. And I and it's like, I don't really even like to speak bad on people, but, yeah. you know, the situation's already big, so I got to say what I got to say. Because motherfuckers don't want up interviews like they made me or some motherfuckers ain't make me. <laughs> you feel me? So yeah. they just chimmy people. They don't be wanting to pay their cast members, like, what they worth. I feel like. Like, we, yeah. you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, I mean, they that's not here to watch y'all. That's everybody. Like, I mean, you know, <laughs> that's, that's not, everybody in business. They feel like they're bringing you to their network and they pay you this. No matter what you bring to the network, they're going to act, they're going to act like it's not happening. And the only reason it's happening is because of this good marketing strategy that they've came up with for the, for their project, all the money that they put in the promotion and all that. That's what's, what got us here. Not the talent. Once it comes I, to I pay, feel, trying to pay the talent, when the talent gets to asking for more money, that's how they play. Yeah, but then it's like too like when people say one thing to your face and then be another. Because I'll be, I used to be a thought, you used to see, you was with me. Yeah, I, yeah, I controlled yeah. the whole scene. Like, yeah. that was my first time, my first season. And I was already up in the ranks. So on, they'd be in my face like, yes, thank you, Stunning Girl. You brought so much to the network. Like, shit wouldn't, you know what I'm saying? Giving me my props, oh, this and that. And then it just will switch. So you saying that, because <laughs> back to like, you saying like, you know, pay you what they got to pay you on paper, but then promise you something on the back end. You saying that they've done that with you before, and you had no problems. Yeah, no like problems. With that. Yep. But now it's the new season, and it's like, uh, when I figured mm-hmm. out like that show is just based off fighting. You really got to run me my bag, like. I'm not coming nowhere just to be fighting for free. And then I'm the type of person, like, they know me. Like, I'm not finna be doing dialogue, apologizing. So whatever beef I got, it's finna be the beef till the fucking end. So with that, I'm like, you gonna have to pay me to funk. You gonna have to pay me to beef. Like, you lying, y'all lying and making it seem like this show is about music and all this other shit. But when you come, it's not that. Speaking of beef, there was a time where I want to say, like, I think you were in the backyard with the girl Biggie. <laughs> Y'all was back there. She was a big girl. Like, you you were smaller on her, but you still kind of stood your ground. Like, why did y'all even get into it? What what was the problem? And why y'all even had to meet in the backyard to rendezvous? <laughs> That's so funny. That shit was um, crazy. She's just a lap dog and a follower, and we going to leave it at that. Mm. Like, that's just what that is. Yeah. And, she thought, and y'all went in the backyard. You feel like she's trying to bully you, trying to, like, play games. You was trying to be nice with her and even explain the situation and hand to her of what was going on, and it just seemed I just like, feel like with lap dogs and followers, bitch, if I ain't your master, you ain't finna go when I tell you to. So mm. your master tell you, sick, 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 and bitch, down the target, you gonna do what you gonna do, like. <laughs> yeah. are, you open to, are you open to doing any more type of, you know, reality television like that in the future? Um... I'm actually starting my own network, so network. <laughs> yeah, and it's and it's yeah. and it's really a big investment, and I really am doing it because my fans are like adamant on they want to see me on TV or some type of something. So instead of like you know I do vlogs and stuff too, but instead of that I'm gonna just do my own TV show about myself and 
bring on other franchises that are already trying to come f- with me anyways. So it's like, that's what it's going to be. Yep. Yeah. Let's talk about your latest single, Courtesy of a Rich Nigga. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So Courtesy of a Rich Nigga, I dropped that like a month ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, my Instagram had got deleted the day I dropped it. So I felt like all the promotions had got messed up on my song, but my song dropped a month ago. And the song pretty much is just about my husband and me. And like, um, in the song, I'm basically saying like, if you got a nigga that spends money on you, matches your hustle, but then at the same time, you a rich bitch too, and you could buy yourself something and your nigga something, and you know, feel me, that song is for you. So the song is just really popping fly shit for real. And then like in the second verse, I'm just gassing bitches like, bitch, you in the old ass bands. Bitch, you showing your stylist pictures of me, telling them copy, going viral for your slur- your uh, sloppy ass surgery. So it's just you know talking shit and fly shit, yeah. <laughs> all in one song. No, oh, that's dope. You was just talking to oppy bitches, or you was uh, who you was pointing at? I was just talking in general. Uh, yeah, the oppies. Any you know situations? The situations. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was up with your song? You had a song called Like That. Yeah, like that. And you did a remix with JT. Mm-hmm. Like that was a super big record for me. Mm-hmm. And that song was a freestyle that I had did in our studio in our house. Yeah. And um, that shit really was just about the get back, like getting back on your money and grind and you know what I'm saying? And I was popping fly shit in there. I, that song is a lot. It's a lot of touch, touches, a lot of subjects. Mm-hmm. What subjects did you feel like you... Wanted to touch on the most in that song. Um, basically let motherfuckers know like I ain't new to this shit. I'm true to this shit. Like everything y'all motherfuckers doing, been doing that. Um, I was speaking about the game itself and everything in that aspect. Like, like I said, I'm I'm I ain't new to this. <laughs> yeah. So. You did a re- was it you did a remix with JT? Yeah. Um. JT, how I did the song with her, she was, like, playing my music on her live, and then everybody was sending me it, and then that's how me and her, like, start talking, and then we agreed to do a record, and then um, originally I was going to put her on a different song, and then when I sent her that one, she was like, no, I'll kill this, I'll kill this, so she was good, though. She sent me back, like, she's a perfectionist, so she made, like, three different versions of her verse, Mm -hmm. you feel me? Then she picked the best one she wanted. And then she came out here and shot the video with me. Speaking of collabs, is there any other collabs coming up in the future uh, you know we can look forward to? Um, I have this song dropping with YG called Stand Up. Okay. I got this song with Rich the Kid and my husband. And I also have a song dropping with Lakia. Yeah, so that's like three different collabs right there. You got any uh, upcoming solo music, anything that you've been working on, any projects you've been working on just for yourself? Yeah, actually, I do. I got an album. Um, I haven't decided on the name, but I've been sitting on these two tapes for a minute. Mm. So I'm going to just combine them and make it into one album and drop that after these singles. So making music with your husband, is that like a hobby that you guys, like, is that how y'all, like, kick it and rendezvous? Because, like... Don't like going outside and shit. So it's like a studio session with the food of your choice and all that. Is that like considered a date? Really, we 
we do that shit a lot. It is. It's kind of it's kind of like a day. It is a day, but I just I feel like we like to challenge each other's brand. Yeah. You feel me? She's a she's a competitive type of person, and me yeah. too. Yeah. But you know, wifey in the music, like she got that shit hands down. She inspires me really when we rapping and like really wanna take it more serious and you feel me, lock in and really get focused up when I'm writing and take every note and every bar like nigga serious, you feel me? So I give all that all the props with that shit really go to her for real. For hey. sure it is. It's a good it's a good hobby and day for us, for sure, for sure. Since mm -hmm. you left Baddies, everything's been great since then. Yeah, back back to normal programming, and yeah. everything's been super good actually. Like mm -hmm. doing that show, I got some TV fans and like people, because I feel like with music, it's always gonna be like a dilemma. Like especially if you're rapping about the type of shit I'm rapping about, people are gonna be like, "Oh, I like her music, but is she really like that?" And that's gonna make you some people be like, uh, "Am I a supporter? Am I not?" So me going on there to people that was listening to my music, they already like, yep, I like her now because I know she about what she rapping about. It took some bullshit ass, you know, <laughs> situations. Is there anything, before we get out of here, is there anything that you want to let your fans know? Is there any message you want to put out there? Um, To my fans, honestly, I would say, like, anybody that's looking up to me, I just want them to basically... Believe in yourself, because it really starts off with you believing in yourself. Like, don't wait for nobody to do something for you. Like, you got to get up and want it, and you got to really, really believe in yourself. Like, you got to be, you can have a zero dollars in your pocket, and if you feel like you a millionaire, feel like that. You feel me? Like, and what else would I say? Um, I think I just went, like. <laughs> no, I was just saying, is there any message that you want to, you know what I'm saying, just leave them, anything you want to say to your fans, just anything right now you want to leave on record? Yeah, taste um, it. I don't know, I just hella went blank. but you was telling them, you was telling you go speaking, you basically was telling them, don't let nothing stop you from chasing your dreams. Basically, what, yeah. Don't let nothing stop you from chasing your goals, your dreams. If a bitch like me can make it out the trenches, you can too. You know what I'm saying? That's why when I be posting and shit, I be like, this shit for motivational purposes only. I ain't sitting here bragging, but a bitch came from a lot. So these are accomplishments to me. And I know it's a lot of young females and young dudes out there that's watching me. Like, she did it. I could for sure do my thing. You know? like an example of uh, God wouldn't put you to it if he would I mean put you through it if you couldn't you know what I'm saying exactly. put you to it if he wouldn't put you through it one more for you what mistakes would you tell him not to make mm. <laughs> just <laughs> one key one that you really just gotta know not to do that's a no no I wouldn't say from my experience but I would tell them just not to be a crash dummy like don't just go for anything and you know, that's how your life will end quick if you don't got your own mind, for real. I always have my own mind, and I feel like that's why I made it far. Like, I didn't just come out and follow the trends and follow the wave or do this, do that. I wasn't like, you know, I just always was, like, headstrong and, yeah, for sure. Well, we appreciate you for stopping by, and hopefully I can get you back here in the future, you know, and sit down with you on some of your new projects that you probably got going on there. Probably, hell, you done got your shit off the ground. Got your own network off the ground. We'd love to talk to you about that. You're a very interesting lady. 
we appreciate you coming down and bringing your husband with you, you know. It's nothing but love, baby, and we hope to see you again soon. I appreciate y'all, too, for no, having for me. For sure, for sure, mate. Gary <laughs> sure. You did the sharp tank. Yeah. No jumping. Yeah. You know what time it is. Sharpest, yeah. coolest podcast in the world. Don't be late. Hey, Mikey, <laughs> shoot us out the gym.